Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Justin Wells of On3. Uh, we're here to talk a little football, a little recruiting information, as well as some team news that's uh, shaking up uh, the Longhorn staff uh, over the weekend. Uh, it's Monday morning, Justin. Welcome. Uh, good morning, and uh, let's get it going here. You good with that? Yes, sir. Another day, another dollar. Uh, <laughs> it's a Monday, and at Inside Texas, that means lots of content day. So let's roll. Yeah, you're going to have the the uh, scoop will be out uh, around 1130 uh, or 11 o'clock on uh, Monday mornings. Uh, make sure you guys check that out if you haven't already uh, by the time you watch this. Uh, let's get started with Xavier Worthy. Uh, Justin, you and I both heard that he was returning today. We got even further confirmation that uh, we believe he's going to be returning uh, for the spring and fall. Uh, it looks and sounds uh, like that, but you know, these things have been taking a life of their own over the last year or so. And really the last couple of weeks where we say one thing at one minute and it could be wrong the very next minute. Uh, your thoughts on Xavier worthy returning. Anytime you're worrying as a fan, if a player is going to be leaving in the portal, there's certain windows. And I think if, if Worthy gets past this next window that's coming up very shortly, then you've checked one box. And then you've got to get to the to the spring and, and, and post spring ball and, and get to that situation where you lead into the summer. And so I think you have to look at it pragmatically when it comes to Xavier Worthy. Uh, I, I think, I, I, you know, we've been hearing that there was a good chance he was going to come back. You had, had heard even more uh, from more sourcing uh, here recently uh, with, with some things behind the scenes that it looked like, yeah, this this kid's going to stick around in Austin. And no matter how um, vile and vicious fans have been uh, to worthy post Alamo Bowl and no matter what happens, he's still one of the most talented receivers in the country, might be the best route runner. And you give that kid a boost of confidence and, and a good spring with Quinn Ewers and, and things will turn around real quick. So that news to me, uh, it, it's huge, especially uh, from, a, from a staff standpoint. You can't lose the top receiver in your program from the last two years, especially going into his junior year, which could boost him into the NFL draft. Yeah, it, it, Jerry Hamilton uses the term uh, contract year, and that would be his yeah. junior year, right? And that, that's, right. That's, a good, that's a good terminology, Justin. Justin, another question for you as it relates to Worthy. Uh, what does this mean for Texas, do you think, in the portal at wide receiver? Or does it not really change our outlook? I, we thought that they would take one, possibly two receivers. If Xavier Worthy is coming back, it, that that those numbers stay the same, in your opinion? Yes. I still think they take another receiver in the portal. And I, and I think it's it'll be in the, along the lines of there was more of an emphasis I think going into the bowl practice scene in, De in December, when you started seeing the, the more and more of the players start to hit the portal, you knew that there was an emphasis on getting maybe a new outside guy, not just if Worthy were to leave, but you could just tell that that was a hole there, that Nayor getting hurt was just massive for what this offense was able to, to do vertically. And so I think you have to kind of look at it from that angle that, you know, uh, they still need a guy on the outside. I, I think Worthy is, is obviously – good in the field side, good in the boundary, but can also play some slot, uh, you know, with the influx coming in of, of Jonte Cook and, and DeAndre Moore and, and Ryan Niblett, all guys that can play inside. I think you're going to see uh, Texas look for a better, you know, another receiver. Also understanding with the portal age, Bobby, 
you're always looking to upgrade at virtually every position now. I mean, this is this is roster management at this point. I think Sark and those guys, and especially those those guys behind the scenes that do the, the personnel guys that do all the the legwork. I think you you can understand that they're constantly look, getting to look better. And if a wide receiver hits the portal that could contribute to this offense in 2023, absolutely, I think Texas would still take a, a wide receiver in the portal. Um, you know, I'm, I'm thinking of it right now, and it's not just receiver. Uh, the only uh, the only uh, transfer portal transfer they had the Longhorns had on campus this weekend was Jalen Catalan, uh, the uh, defensive back out of Arkansas, a safety. Uh, he visited Texas beginning on Sunday uh, with Blake Gideon, the safety safety's coach. Uh, and uh, you know, we are waiting word really on how that visit went as we tape this segment. Uh, right now, Justin, uh, how big is Catalan for this secondary? It, it, it just seems like the safety spot needs a year between this guy and the next guy, and that would be something that Catalan provides. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The, the thing I think you need to expect with Catalan is... He's a mixed bag in regards to on the field. If, if he's healthy, and, and you know we've heard that that, that there's he's clear that, that he should be good. You know that there's always that worry though because of his health. Uh, if he's healthy, Bobby, he is and he's a completely new impact guy. He, he he not only on the field but in the in the locker room. If he's not at that level of health. I think you still take him because of what he offers in the locker room and, and, and what he could do in the limited time he would play. Listen, he takes this job seriously. He takes he acts like a professional. He has since his recruitment. We were big fans of, of, of Catalan, the four star out of, out of Mansfield legacy. You know, Bobby. Catalan was a great player that almost picked Texas. People don't, I don't know if people remember that recruitment. Craig Navar did an outstanding job in that regard. And, and they almost won that recruitment. And so Catalan's always liked Austin. He always liked Texas. He, to me, is a guy that would help. He's a win-win kind of guy. And it's also a house money because I still think you, you need to keep looking for guys that could potentially play on that back end or maybe slide down and, and play linebacker. Wherever it be, Jalen Catalan is a win-win. Even if he's not healthy, he's, he's still a guy you would love in the program. He's a guy you still want around your other guys, like a Derek Williams that's going to be there early. And so to me, at the end of the day, if he's healthy, that's an instant starter. Instant impact, instant, all of it. Well, I mean, he would have been a three-year starter in the SEC had he been healthy the last uh, last year. Uh, got injured Absolutely. early, um, and so he definitely comes uh, with a uh, you know a a very strong pedigree in that regard and a lot of starts. Teaming him up with another guy that now has a lot of starts under his belt and belt and Jaron Thompson, I think gives Texas a back end that's pretty strong headed in. Uh, to spring ball. However, he has visited Purdue and he has visited Texas A&M as well. Uh, we'll have to wait and see how this comes out. Uh, but Texas certainly in, in pursuit 
uh, of Jalen Catalan. He canceled we, his Notre Dame visit, which was supposed to be a few days back as well. So I believe they're off of the list. Right. And so my point to this, though, uh, Justin, is that the timing of all of this is coming down. Uh, yes. Texas begins classes. The University of Texas begins classes on Monday. So today they begin classes. And because of that, uh, the enrollment starts. And so it, it is a window of basically two weeks where I think it's the 24th or 25th where the young men, if they're going to choose to decide to transfer to Texas, they have to enroll at Texas and register for classes on that day. All right, um, let's move forward. Uh, one guy that apparently is leaving Texas is not a player, but a coach. And that's Brennan Marion reported to that, uh, reported on Sunday, excuse me, uh, by multiple sources that he is leaving the one year wide receiver coach at the university of Texas is leaving to go to UNLV uh, to be the offensive coordinator for the rebels. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And where does Texas potentially look uh, Justin uh, for the, his replacement? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's journey, the free to play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. You know, I, I feel like Marion did some, some good things at Texas. And I felt like there were some some holes that, that didn't get filled. Uh, I think the wide receiver room might be a little bit better at this point. I thought he did a good job recruiting in the last cycle, even though I, I believe a lot of those DF, a lot of those kids kind of recruited themselves in DFW. At the end of the day, though, you got to tip your cap. Um, anytime you get an opportunity to go from a wide receiver coach to an offensive coordinator, I think that's his goal. Uh, you know, if you if you ever got to know Coach Marion, he's one of those guys that's he's ambitious and he wants to climb the coaching ladder and he wants to get to a point where he's a head coach at the Division One level. I think we saw that when when his name was thrown out there during uh, the Tulsa uh, coaching search as well. And so we know that he's ambitious and wants to kind of go in that direction. Uh, I think Sark and those guys probably you know tip their cap and tell him thank you. And now they they like you said they move forward. Uh, this is an offense where you you know you want to get the most out of those guys, and 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 I think this bunch kind of underperformed this year uh, overall uh, from top to bottom, and and you want a guy that's going to come in and bring still that energy that Marion brought, but but also bring a guy that's gonna he's gonna beat the recruiting trail. He's gonna go to all the all the schools outside of Dallas that that people don't hit, or all the small schools within East Texas. I'll give. Coach Marion credit, he, he definitely hit East Texas and, and, and made sure that he thought they were good athletes in the, in the region. And so you got to get a guy that's got some familiarity. You know, Coach Marion didn't really didn't really come from this from from Texas. He was a guy from I believe Pennsylvania. And so you, you, if you can, you want to look at a guy. You know, this is just an example like a, a Rashad Samples. Um, he's the new wide receiver coach at Arizona State. Uh, just left TCU where he had the same role, essentially watching a team that he developed in a wide receiver core that's some of the best in the country, um, essentially at TCU about to play for a national championship tonight. And so that's a guy that I think you might want to have a phone call and a conversation with. Uh, and, and, and there's a ton of more. We're actually, when you read more of this, uh, the, the scoop and, and we're going to have some updates, you know, along the day, 
uh, we'll, we'll hear more names, but um, no, I think this is actually, this is a good thing. I think Marion and Texas kind of served each other's purpose, so to speak. And I think both went amicably and it was, you know, the way it should be. And UNLV is a, a good opportunity now for him. I believe Bobby Petrino was, was the guy. And so it's kind of funny how Jimbo's decision kind of was a domino that may have, you know, ultimately done that. I still feel like, and I could be wrong, that Marion may have gotten an OC job at another place in the next few weeks, possibly months. And well, so he was definitely looking. Is, I mean, here, here's yeah. the reality of it. He had been at Texas only one year. The previous stop to that, he was only there one year. The previous stop to that, he was there only one year. So, you know, a lot yep. of people don't realize that coaches can Up be mad. Yeah, they, they, they try to go up the ladder, but they're also nomads at some level no, uh, no, as, no. They're getting, yeah. as they're going up the ladder. I mean, you have to be. Uh, and so uh, good luck to him. We wish him luck. Uh, and we also wish Steve Sarkeesian luck in finding a replacement. Uh, I have no we have no timetable on that, uh, but uh, he won't be uh, a, he won't be at a loss uh, for candidates. And, and please check InsideTexas.com. We should have a list of candidates uh, that we know about up later today uh, last real, quick, real quick once marion's gone obviously uh before in his absence they have a wide receiver analyst coach brock uh and guys in, you know around the program tell me very you know big things about this guy i believe he coached at stanford recently and so he's going to be a guy until that role is filled i think you're going to see coach brock do a lot of the uh the, the, once the the teams get together the, the the winter stuff the training things of that sort Gotcha. Uh, next up, All-American Bowl. You were down in San Antonio this week uh, to see some of the Texas recruits. Anthony Hill, Jelani McDonald, Samaje Burrell, Ryan Niblett, Tassili Akana, and Peyton Kirkland. Give us some of your thoughts on, on those guys, Justin. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Yeah, uh, was real. You know, it's fun to see them battle each other against each. It's fun to see so many in one area, and it was even cooler to have the majority of the linebackers all on the same doing on, on the same team. I thought it was pretty cool. Um, my takeaways: Anthony Hill is a freak. He's he's physical. He almost knocked out the running back in a in a practice drill where he was going about half half speed. Um, he's going to be an instant impact guy. I, I don't think he's a starter at Texas yet. I don't know, but I do know that he's going to be in some sort of rotation. I think you're going to see him on the field. Tassilia Khanna brings uh, a, a suddenness to him when he hits. And, and the play that the, the assist and tackle he made in the game, once he came to the help to the aid of that guy, he literally broke down in front of that tailback really well and, and popped him. He was a little smaller in person than I was expecting, uh, but he, he definitely – I loved his, his term when we posted it inside Texas. He said, you know, iron sharpens iron, and, and these guys, they wanted to get the most out of competing. And I thought that was significant. Each one of them talked about wanting to compete. Uh, Ryan Niblett had a catch, eight yards. Saw some shiftiness from him. Saw that also on a kick return as well. And so uh, I thought that, you know, and Niblett was excited to be there, obviously. Um, Peyton Kirkland. Lord, 
That is the best looking 385 I've ever seen. If he's really 385, he it, he makes it look like 320. He's he's ginormous, man. And and more than that, Bobby, he's he almost got he started getting emotional because he started realizing it was his last high school game. That this is just a gigantic dude. He I have a big uh, Malik Ogbo vibe from him. Um, but last but not least, um, Jelani McDonald, man, just. Happy to see him in this class. We talked about it. We, we did his, his, his commitment video, um, you know, playing corner. And he played well. He had to line up against Brandon Ennis, who's an Ohio State signee, who might have been the best receiver on either one of those teams this year. I mean, th- th- this, this event, this week, he did a great job. Two tackles. I'm not sure he's not a corner, Bobby. He may be a safety He's probably 200 pounds. So getting, you know, getting to that edge, getting to that outside linebacker spot or, you know, Jack or Buck, whatever it's going to be, he's going to have to really bulk up. But but he's a legit 6'3", if not a half inch taller. And man, he moves. He just it's 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 he glides. It it was a fun. It was a lot of fun. Joe Cook and I, uh, we we had a good time. That's good. Um, Samaje Burrell led the East in tackles. Uh, that was probably the surprise. He led the entire, the entire game in tackles. Yeah. Yeah, he had the most in the entire game. Burrell, and it goes without, you know, I feel bad. Burrell literally made went sideline to sideline. He treated it like a real game. <laughs> you just have to know some Ajay's personality. He might have some of the best instincts of the whole group, Bobby. Yeah, I mean, I thought it was, I thought it was strong. A strong showing overall. Uh, four Longhorns in these two All-Star games, uh, a total of 11 uh, between the Under Armour game and the game down in San Antonio. So 11 of the 24 overall pledges uh, played in a national All-Star game. And that does not include, obviously, uh, the number one recruit in the country, Arch Manning, uh, who signed up for the Longhorns. All right. Uh, Going to be a big week, I think, this week for the portal. Uh, we should know more on Donald Catalan, or excuse me, Jalen Catalan. I think we're going to know some more about <laughs> That was a yeah. blast from the past. Hey, Duke could run the ball. <laughs> yeah. He did anyway, we're, yeah, we're going to try to get – we're going to try to uh, – uh, we've got some more guys that we're looking that think uh, might be uh, targets for Texas at wide receiver. Uh, also some possibilities at edge uh, that might be uh, either in the portal or going that way. So uh, stay tuned, please, to InsideTexas.com. Uh, as well as our videos. Uh, We've got a lot of stuff going on uh, this week uh, here. It is a reasonably interesting week uh, from a news perspective uh, for Longhorns. All right, uh, for Justin Wells, I'm Bobby Burton. That's been this episode of On Texas Football.